Aloha, my kako. Aloha, welcome to Mana Bombs Podcast, powered by Pomahina Designs. It's me, Kanoi Lani Davis. And me, Kulani Jeremiah. Aloha, kako. Aloha. Today's daily Mana Bomb is being loved wholeheartedly and in a healthy way is a blessing. The focus is and the engagement. How can one understand what that truly means if they've never experienced it? Hmm. To be loved. To be loved. <laughs> Yeah, that's a thing to be loved. We hear, I, I heard it all the time growing up. Treat them like you want to be treated. And that's what you talk about in the captioning of this particular monobomb. So yeah, I have to agree that I would like to be treated. I treat, think, I believe I treat others how I want to be treated. Yeah. But why the hallelujah? Uh, because <laughs> when somebody actually figures it out, instead of thinking they figured it out but actually figured it out that hallelujah is one of them things you want to just yell because it's very rare <laughs> legit legit i think when in my growing up uh I, I grew up in a mormon family in a mormon household converted one at that but we learned just family family dynamics is important uh those relationships you know you want to hold near and dear but you also realize as you grow up that sometimes you disagree with your siblings a lot and you still love them, but from very far away. Right? And then I was, to me, the relationship I had with my husband, who is now passed, was one of these being loved wholeheartedly by him. And it taught me how to be a lot more open <clears throat> and willing to be vulnerable to that kind of space. And I feel like it was a hallelujah for sure. You know, he was a very, a very easygoing, um, supportive, very thankful for family kind of man. He's very family oriented. It was super important to him. One of the things that he would share all the time is families are forever, you know. But then here comes Kulani and asking questions like, well, what about the family who you don't get along with? You know, and he at the end, his, his answer was the same. Families are still forever. They're still your ohana. I think that's where I was able to experience this wholehearted kind of love. Yeah. I like to say that I also experienced it in the relationships I have with my grandbabies and the newfound one I have with my child uh, because growing up, I was the... I was the mom that just told you what to do. You didn't have a choice. <laughs> you didn't have a choice. But I had a mom like that, very uh, determined and always was like, no, this is what's going to happen. And that's just it. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. And so I pulled that trait from my mother. But I realized early in that my child had a mind of her own and she would make choices that I may not agree with, but will have to go through with her, you know, uh, and process through the results and of the actions of those choices so yeah and I like to also say that the relationship that we have together as besties as over these years has grown into such a big one a big relationship in my in my life that I'm super appreciative of I learn a lot about self not just self but just self and everyone else too um and and I learn about things that I can work on to be a better person. So treating them like you want to be treated I, is something that I still look at and I still believe in. Yeah. 
fully agree with that. Like, because one of the biggest things in this world is not necessarily how much we get as a person, how we are loved by others. The question, the real question is, is how do we love others? You know, are we loving others wholeheartedly? And when we talk about wholeheartedly, do we love others for who they are? Right. And like how I always used to say in my narcissistic, manipulative, gaslighting relationship, toxic one was like, you think you loving me a certain way. You keep saying you love me and that you've done everything for me. You keep bringing me vanilla. I only like chocolate. And your Kulani's laughing because she totally understands what I was going through. But actually, that's common. Here's the irony in that. It's very common because people don't listen to the other person, nor do people care about the other person enough to love them in the way they would like to be loved. And when we force love upon somebody else the way you need to be loved, not want to love another, can be very, very hurtful and very, very hard to deal with. And I think that that when we talk about wholehearted versus half-assed love, I think there's about 90% half half-assed loves in the world. And that 10% of real love, wholeheartedly, unconditional, I love you for all your things. I'm going to do my best to do what I need to do to help you and uplift and support you. And you're going to do the exact same thing to me. And we're going to do it with each other to uplift each other. That's rare. That's rare. Most times it's one that is the butt end of a lot of really junk stuff and people who just stay. And that's a lot of manipulation. A lot, again, and just a lot of like control. And then it's also like just never truly feeling what that means to love wholeheartedly. So it's hard to do something if you don't know what that is. And then when we can and we have the opportunity to be a good person in a relationship, in a healthy relationship, to love appropriately, we self-sabotage that and we screw it up and we hurt other people. Not because we don't want that kind of love, it's because we've never felt it enough that it feels comfortable to be in that kind of love. And so when it feels way too good, we take advantage, we take for granted, or we just shit on it and just don't care. And I think. I think that's the hard part today is the damage it does to other people. And until we understand that love for ourselves, then we cannot give it to anybody else. That I believe, I deeply, truly, truly believe that. I know you've heard that so many times, but I have experienced that. I go in and out of it, but I have experienced that. And I know what it feels like. And I know what it feels like to give it, but I haven't, you know, you try to create spaces, but you cannot. Some spaces are just not meant to be like that for you. And then you just have to accept it and move on. Is you treat others the way you want to be treated. But sometimes people don't realize how you're treating another person until you're being treated like shit. And then you're like, oh, maybe I'm not paying attention to how I treat people. <laughs> maybe I am treating people like shit, but I don't realize it. You know what I mean? So it's that. How do, how do you understand? You don't really reflect, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's definitely always a question in my own brain, right? Is, oh, this is happening. What did I do? Where is the, why is this happening? How come this is happening and how long should this be happening? How long can it happen? Do we just, how do you, how do you approach it and, and handle it, right? So that you can grow and move forward. That, yeah, I think I'm always second guessing myself. No, let me take that back. I used to second guess myself a lot, a lot. But in the recent, in the recent months where I've been really focusing on just being focused, <laughs> focused on being focused. I look at what I've done in the past and how I can fix it. And so the only way you can fix it is to complete it, to do it and get it done. 
but there's all, all these other ramifications that that are a result of not doing it when it should have been done. And so how do you how do you malama that space? You know, do you malama that space? Is that still a space? How how do you walk through this whole situation that you've created by dropping the the pohaku in the taipu way back there because you dropped it off your plate and then realizing only a few months you picked it up and you're like, okay, now I have it again. I'm going to put it on my plate. But as a result, you just already sent so many ripples out. You know, what do you do to pull it back in and malama in that space so that you can truly feel that the things you're providing to that other person, you know, thinking that you're treating them a certain way, that you're actually doing that. You know, how, how do you, I think that's what goes on in my mind is how do I answer to the, the pilikia that I've created in the past? That, and that's kind of where I'm sitting at current, just trying to process through. How do I answer for the pilikia from the past? Aside from completing it, because hello, that's the first thing that is a necessity, but moving forward, how do you do it so that, how do you answer that question so you can move forward wholeheartedly in a healthy way and provide that kind of um, aloha with somebody? Yeah, that's the question of the year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, that's a work, I think it's a work in progress. I having to deal a lot. I had to, well, hmm, I had to deal with it, kind of deal with it better, better now than before with my oldest daughter and that relationship that I had with her. There was a lot of outside entities that filled in that space that I could not control. Uh, I did not fight to prove who I was. I actually fought to be who I am until she could see it for herself and make that decision. In that, in those years though, I took a lot of punches, I took a lot of hits, I took a lot of hurt, but I also invoked a lot of patience. And that's actually been a blessing in my life today. <laughs> patience. It's afforded me a lot. It's also drained me of, of a lot too. But patience is, is a beautiful thing. And there's so much to be learned in the midst of patience. But as far as like accountability, you know, yeah, I think I think we all have to take our lickings, period. And if we give up and don't take the lickings, we'll never learn the lesson. And all I know is that we'll just be repeating history over and over and over again. And if it's not one damage we do here, it's another damage we do there, 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 and there, and there. And then eventually you're dead. So, (laughs) you know, like, is it worth it? You know, I'm like, happier life or like life with shit. So, yeah, I think it's just, we have to take our lickings. We have to take our accountability. And we just have to put it if you want it. And really, it's how bad do you want it? Yeah, I always say that. How bad do you want it? Because. You know, I know that my story seems to, so so far I'm learning that my story in life is very, very different from other people's stories in life. Uh, single mom, four kids, no child support, raising all of them on my own, suffering. We've gone through um, separation, like the kids and I at one point had one go to foster for two days. I've been arrested. Um, I've we've moved. Um, we were homeless at one point and like five of us sleeping on one bed, no bathroom. Like in like there were a couple nights we had to sleep in tents. Like it was bad. Um, but but we survived and I'm here. You know, I, I'm probably not the norm in all the cases. And that's probably why I have a hard time hearing people make excuses because and I do see pr- people not 
seeing privilege as a benefit, an advantage to be greater people, but as an advantage to be more shitty sometimes, you know, and, and that's, and it's hurtful. It's very, very hurtful. But it also, I also see those types of people just like get stuck and not push through. And, oh, and then they come after you. They come after you because you're moving and they don't understand. And so I think that's just a lot. Like sometimes you just, you know, like with my daughter, back to that story, it's like, I got to a point where I was just like, go ahead. If you want to yell at me, if you want to get mad at me, if you want to just get upset and just like cuss me out, go ahead. And I would take it. And I was willing to take every single punch. So I deserved it. You know, um, I deserved it. I didn't understand it. And it's not, it wasn't a bad thing. It was, I honestly thought I was doing a good thing. I honestly thought I was in the right. Not realizing I was not, and I thought I was protecting her, but I realized that it wasn't a protection at all. It was just pissed. So, yeah, so having that was really, really hard. Today's a different thing, but it took a lot to get to this day. And I appreciate that. So, yeah, I think accountability is accountability. Like, how about it? Just punch me in my face a couple times. If I did something wrong, go for it. Just hit me a couple times. I will take it. I have no issues taking it. But when we're done and I have repented and I have done my deed and I paid my dues, we're here. And I'm going to call you out too when you jack up. And then we're just going to keep elevating each other. It's a thing, Kako. Elevation is a thing. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And if you're not being treated well, you might want to check how you're treating somebody because you might be treating somebody the way you like to be treated, but maybe not how they want to be treated. And sometimes it can make all the difference in listening, paying attention, and actually caring for somebody. Any more before we head out? No, I just mahalo ni Kako for always listening in. We appreciate you. Have a great weekend too. All right, signing up from the island of Molokai, it's me, Kanoilani Davis. Way over here on Oahu, it's your girl, Kulani Jeremiah Wang. Ahoy ho, Kako! Aloha. Mm-hmm.